Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Hello, and welcome to TFYLP 391 for Monday, July 27th. Uh, I am joined tonight by Jack. Sup, peoples? And Nick. Hello. And Paul. How are you? And uh, and myself, uh, Lucas. So, uh, So, yeah, so... Tonight, uh, we are kind of, I guess, going back to basics. Uh, we've had a lot of talk, you know, just kind of that our our podcast in general is pretty heavy, not really for new Transformers fans, that we do a lot of, I guess, talking about, you know, kind of inside things or just things that you kind of have to be in the community to understand that we, you know, don't, don't really... For for the uh, for the new new people or whatnot. So uh, with that, I thought it'd be interesting to do a show talking about uh, you know if you're thinking about getting into collecting transformers, what are some good resources and advice and all that type of thing uh, for it. So we I don't think we've done that type of show since 2015. So I figured it'd probably be a good idea to <coughs> you know now that. You know, the cast is new and whatnot, that uh, we give our perspective on that. I mean, you know, not a lot's changed since 2015. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> At least in our in our side of the world, other than there's been a lot more toys. But, like, as far as resources go, there's not much new. But there still are some good resources to bring up. It's a lot of a lot of toys since 2015. <laughs> give me, uh-huh. give me that. I, I can assure you that's true. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, Nick, uh, can you get your spreadsheet out and tell us? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can. <laughs> give, give us the exact number. That, that bad boy. <laughs> of, of stuff then. So, um, and I don't know. In in general, I feel like Transformers. There's a lot of resources online that are available for collecting like i feel like that and I, I could be completely wrong it seems like there's more than other fandoms like if i'm looking to get into you know i don't know marvel legends or something like that like are there similar resources for that as there is for we have way more resources than most other toy lines out there there are very few toy lines maybe star wars has better resources than us um and i'm telling you that as as a guy who does, you know, toy retail for a living and has to figure out what old toys are, you know, maybe Mego because there's not so much of that and it's easy to document it all. And vintage Star Wars, modern Star Wars, you've got a couple sites, but like for 
any other toy line, you, it's a real big reach to find the kind of depth of information that you can find on Transformers. I would agree with that, although I'd say, like, the Transformers, one, there's a lot of them, and they're, it's very fragmented, though. Sure. Like, yeah, you can't just use one to solve all your problems mm-hmm. that you're having. If you're selling or if you're, if you're trying to find parts or you're trying to identify figures, you know, like, each website has kind of their own uh, strong, strong suit as far as that goes. And you kind of have to utilize all of them at different times. That's a problem. Yeah, um, I, I know, like, the only issue I think that, or the, one of the issues that I see is with just the photography as far as, like, there's not a lot of good catalogs of, like, all the toys, like, with the the images. Um, I think TF Wiki, so, so I guess starting off, like, some of these resources that we're talking about like one of the main ones that i really like to use is, is called tf wiki and sure. it has so I'm using just it right now. a plethora of information about all the different lines going back all the way to g1 and it just has you know kind of everything documented and, and linked and so if you look for starscream or whatnot it'll pull up the you know, all the various star screams that there have been and, you know, the movies versus the different cartoons and G1 and, you know, all like all that type of thing. So I think that that's like one of the main resources that I like to use because it breaks down a lot of it by year and by wave and all that type of thing. So like I yeah. even use it for like the new stuff like Earthrise. I'm like, who was in wave three again? I can't remember. And I just pulled it's up. me. Kinda. Yeah, TF Wiki is great for generating your own checklists if you want to. Um, TF Wiki is great for finding background info that you didn't even know you needed to know. Uh, almost any question you could ever have, you could find the answer there. Um, so they are an, an incredibly invaluable resource. I, you know, Definitely the place to start. Absolutely. I would say from a fiction standpoint, they are the most rock solid. Like that is what they care about is the Mm -hmm. lore, the fiction, the history. But if you're trying to actually like find some really rare toys or some differences between toys, they are lacking in their their focus is not the product, although they have thousands and thousands of products listed and and organized on that website. That is not what they're trying to go for. Well, I mean, they do cover some of the more major variations, and but they're not going to get into it like, oh, it's Optimus Prime with a bloated fist versus a not bloated fist, and like the kind of crap that right. I don't care about. Well, that's yeah. fine that you don't, but lots of other people do, and what I'm saying is that's just, they don't they do not cater to that level. Thank of, God. Of. Uh, <laughs> of necessity for someone that really cares for that kind of thing and so and like i've even spoken with uh, one of the people that runs it and brought this up to him and he's like yeah we you know we didn't want to focus on the toys we wanted to focus on the episodes and the comics and the characters and the factions right. and all the definitions and stuff which right. they do an incredible job at and i would say sure. we have like the best wiki of any fandom in yeah. my opinion i would agree with that I think this. I think Wikipedia is like pretty good, and there's a Star Trek one that I think is supposed to be pretty exhaustive. Memory Alpha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I love I love the wiki, but like when it comes to actual toy stuff, maybe maybe you go like and you're talking about photography, Lucas. You know, 
Sabertron has some amazing galleries. They have that Vector Sigma database, and there's a whole sightings part of their website that, I mean, I think is underutilized because it's kind of clunky to use, but... Well, and, and I, I could be on. wrong on, on Saber. Like, so so that was one resource that I used a lot when I first got it in, uh, into collecting was the Sabertron. And they have some great galleries uh, that you can see. Uh, um, but have they caught up? Because it seemed like that they were really good several years ago. And I think they got kind of got a backlog of, of some stuff. And so then... Uh, yeah. Now I, mean, that, I don't have everything. Am I wrong? I think it's taken a backseat for a little bit. Like you used to be able to count on them to be like, this toy just was sighted, and here's the gallery. Here's gallery, you know? yeah. right? So, right. but I mean, you know, then you got TFW, which also has a pretty robust toy um, database. It's also a little clunky to use. It's kind of an right. afterthought because TFW is mainly a message board. I mean, that it's, yeah. like, that's the core of what it is. They also do pretty fancy galleries, but it's like hit or miss. You know, if they're gonna, if they're so gonna say TFW, TFW two thousand five is the website. TFW two thousand five dot com. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when we refer to that, just keep that on your checklist. <laughs> I think we just always usually call it TFW. Uh, yeah. But but. Uh, th- that's one that like there's a lot of sightings on there and there's a lot of information. The issue with it is that it's a me- again it's constructed like a message board. So if you want to know some good information, for example, on like how to tell different knockoffs, I know that that was something that you know I think Paul you were looking into before that they had all that, but then. Some of the images, because it's from years ago... Photo bucket or whatever, have rolled off to obscurity, yeah. Right, 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 right. Or you have to comb through, like, there's a thread a thousand pages long. (laughs) It's like, how do you Uh, find, uh, like, you know... I've had some stuff. There was a what was the one? There was there was something where I was looking. Oh, the uh, the RC toy where I was talking about like how um, that somebody uh, had created that RC and that kind of used them to get in the door with Takara. And I couldn't remember who it was. And it was Kobayashi uh, was the uh, was the designer at Takara. But like I was telling Christian that story, and he was like, "I don't remember this." And I'm like, "No, I swear, I remember reading this in like 2016 on, on TFW." And so I had to like sit there and, and Google it for way too long to try to find. I that did the same thing with the fan <laughs> poll that they did with Star Saber because I'm like, I was sitting there battling with myself in my mind. It's like second place was in that fan poll was Armada Prime, and uh, and another part of my mind was like. No, then all of a sudden I kind of beat myself when I Googled deep enough and I found that article on TFW 2005. I'm like, I was right. <laughs> Resources. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the, I consider TFW and Sabertron, and I guess Allspark too. And if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go that far, I'm gonna I'm gonna count uh, Bot Talk, my favorite forum. But those are like community <laughs> websites. Yeah, you know, th- those are. Those are for interacting with other fans, and all those websites have really taken a major hit in the last like decade because of Facebook. Facebook, because now Facebook is where all, all that action is, and there's just all sorts of stuff all over there. And one thing that just relevant to what you guys are saying, trying to find like a news source mm-hmm. or trying to find something that was news at one point, it's hard to find. People are posting photos 
of the original MP03 prototype right now, and they're like, "Is this the new MP, the new masterpiece seeker?" It's like, dude, that's from 13 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And then you try to tell them what it is, and they're like, "No, I don't think so." Well, the dude posting that was probably 10 years old at the time, so. Oh, I, I know, <laughs> I, I know, I get it. But what I'm saying, I can't even link them yeah. to the thing explaining what it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Drives me nuts. That's curmudgeon, you know. Old yeah, Just to answer a question from earlier, uh, you had asked me how much new product has come out in the last five years, and I have over 2,000 items cataloged in the database from the last five years, so more than that. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> well, to round out this discussion, I wanted to also bring up tfu.info. Yes. Like from yes. that, I, I wanted to bring them up do, as well. I, I, that was, I, I was going to do that too, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, like from a, if you really, like that site is all about the toys. Okay. And he's, he's another guy who's a little behind at the moment. I think his last stuff was 2016. Yeah. Uh, well, that website is, like, so clunky and old. Like, I mean, I love it, but, like, it is really – it's really um, it a relic of be, the past. It doesn't need to be pretty or up-to-date or jazzy. It just needs to do the job, and boy, does it do the job. It definitely does the job. You know? That's all I want. Yeah. Let me but see that, the, the that site is amazing – because uh, the way that you can search it, like, you're like, okay, I have a vintage, like, there's a brown toy I remember I had as a kid, and it was a car. And I don't remember what it is. And you, like, are able to search by that, like, brown car, yeah, whatever, cool. and it pulls up pictures of, like, all the brown that cars. Is... And then you're like, oh, yeah, it was Chrome Dome. Like, that's who it yep. was. That's what I loved about Transformer Land was not only did... They do that for their store, but they just had, you know, if you needed info on a certain character, you could, mm -hmm. and if you forgot their name, you could just be like, oh, he turned into a car. He was brown. He was from, his timestamp says 84 or whatever, and then it pulls it right up, and it gives you all different character characters, and it shows you, like I said, each one kind of jog your memory and it's like oh yeah that one because i i had that way with an armada figure a few years ago couldn't figure out the name for jack daily squat went to transformer land you know given all the information i can there you go so i think yeah. that's what lucas is yeah tra transformer trying. land is another resource as well and they're also good about um now it doesn't like someone had mentioned about that they wish that tf wiki had some of the original prices on there um one thing is is they do at least have a listing on transformer land of what they've sold the toys for mm -hmm. like over the last year so they have like a graph and it goes over the years and says you know kind of bounces up and down and says that you know two years ago this sold for x amount and this sold for the x amount and it kind of lists it out too that like if it you know, if the figure was complete or if the figure like was missing its missiles or, or whatever kind of thing. Um, so that's I, another, I would, I would caution anyone against taking that as it's the gospel truth and the oh, only truth yeah. because it is, oh, yeah. it is just one source. And while that may be how things work for them very specifically, it may not be how things work for the rest of the, and I would say this of anybody who posts their own price guide and it's not a shot at them. Oh, they run 100%. a great site and they're a great resource. But it's just that's the nature of your sample size. When your sample size is small, you don't get the whole picture. Yeah, and that's right. a, a thing to keep in mind if you're pricing toys based on what their information is. Right. Well, no, I'm, no, no. 
I'm glad you brought up Transformerland because like that's another level of resource because they're they're a store first and foremost, but they kind of yeah. have the most robust, um, you know, feature set beyond just sure. buying and selling. But the stores themselves can also be pretty good resources, like TF Source, Big Bad Toy Store. You can find old listings or even find stuff you didn't know was available, mm-hmm. and you can you Although can see what it originally sold for. Get- get pulled from their their customer facing side and you can only find them on google later correct yeah yeah so google is always your number one friend yeah (laughs) right yeah i was gonna say a lot of times you can google something like if you if you go to like tf wiki and you're looking around and then you google that term or whatnot you can find a lot of those resources on tfw 2005 or you know uh big bad toy store or whatever and you know kind of get some more images and and whatnot of it so i mean a lot of times just doing a simple google image search you can kind of like back your way into you know some of the sites and and resources and whatnot too and then there's the big big dogs like eBay and Amazon. You know, you can almost every Transformer toy that's ever existed has been listed on either of those websites. Uh, then it's in terms but, of eBay, you run into the problem of user error because correct. everything is put up by somebody who thinks they have all the answers. Yeah. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. So so, so that's why when we started this, I, when it came to resources, I was like, there are a lot of them, and you have to kind of use the features of each one to solve your your mm-hmm. problem or your need. And some combination of all those 10 or 12 things we listed will, uh, There's, there's will one help. more I'd, like to, I'd okay. like to get into for a moment that I think doesn't get enough love, and that's uh, schmax.com, S-H-M-A-X.com. Yeah. Um, and that is just a great resource for any collector of anything because you can catalog pretty much any toy you collect there. Um, they have an ever-expanding database of stuff, and it catalogs every variant and every, you know, from packaging variants to actual production variants to things Paul cares about. <laughs> there's all kinds of... And, you know, there's a ranking system. Maybe you've heard about this. <laughs> Where you can, that's, you know, that's the part I literally do not care about. <laughs> that's the part that I think should be thrown out the window. But that's fine. So, you know, schmacks.com. And they list all the, the individual parts with each toy, too. They can check them up on a checklist. Checklist part is... Yeah, and and I know um, another resource, you know, uh, is is actually one of the cast members, Rick uh, Alvarez, has has also written a book about uh, G one vintage oh, toys yep. as well. So I was actually trying to find it, and I I don't know where the heck my book's at. It's around here somewhere. Um, I don't have it here with me. But uh, but yeah, that's actually like if. If you want something, and again, that's not perfect. It's not a hundred percent. There it is. Hey. Um, it's one but, edition. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say the new, the newer edition looks different than that. Different cover. It's a different cover. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, but, I'm not a snoozer, so I got it first edition. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have every printing of that book. <laughs> um, this might be the first thing I ever bought off Amazon. If I really, if I really? remember wow. correctly, yeah, because awesome. it was a book, right? That was where it was available. Yeah. Oh my God! Look at this picture, of Rick. Oh, oh here, wow. move over a little bit. He's a young. Move it over the other way. He's a young buck. There you go. There you go. Oh, uh, Rick. Uh, <laughs> he's got a dog and a Fort Max. That's really all you need in life, right? 
Damn right. <laughs> uh, but I was going to say, Rick's book is a pretty good resource. Uh, again, like if you're looking for... I'm going to order you know, one now. <laughs> what the... Uh, uh, you... Paul, you were talking about like all the accessories and whatnot. It usually has, I believe he has all those photographed and whatnot. So I don't quote that it's a hundred percent. There may be some, you know, ones that are, are not a hundred percent accurate, I'm, but I mean, it's a book. It's never going to be as exhaustive as like right. an up to date, constantly updating digital resource, but it's, mm-hmm. it's just a cool thing. Like I remember loving that book. The funny thing, though, is he puts prices in there on something like this Inferno is worth a hundred dollars. And like that gets so outdated so quick. It's just right. Right. My Fort Max is worth two hundred and fifty (laughs) bucks. But it's a good resource. Like I actually like to take that with me to uh, to shows like back when we had conventions um, (laughs) that, uh, you know, you could bring that with you. And so then that way, when you're checking out some loose toy in the bins, like you could tell what it is, you could tell like, Oh, it's, you know, it's complete or missing. It's, you know, whatever accessory or something like that. Look this up. Um, yeah. I used to have the Cybertronian for that. You guys remember that guidebook? Yeah. I remember those. Those It was a six part series or something like that. That was Antarctic press put out. Was it? I can't remember. You should see them at comic shops in town, like, all the time. Like, oh, there's that, Uh, yeah. I had the the Tomart's Encyclopedia of Action Figures. was the three-volume series. Volume two had all the Transformers stuff. Two or three. Maybe it was volume three. Had all the Transformers stuff in it. But it was great, because it had pictures of every single G1 toy mint and sealed box. So I was highlighting (laughs) there for a while. (laughs) Now you're talking. Now I, I might have to buy that on the black market. See, Lucas, you don't need a guide to bring to shows if it's all in your head that's right <laughs> or you know <laughs> if only we had some sort of transportable computer devices that we carried around right. with us everywhere yeah but what resource are you going to use <laughs> right <laughs> to be listed you're not going to get no i mean that's a, that's the thing that's the the trouble is is like because i don't know again nick like you'd mentioned about selling stuff like some of the newer figures you know you're sitting there going through like you know potentially ebay listings like if it's old enough to where it's it's no longer on you know big bad toy store or something like that to where you're like all right like is it like is this complete does it have everything i need on it you know kind of thing because it's it you know we do i almost feel like we have more resources for g1 than you do you know some of the figures that came out five or ten years ago if i want to know if something's complete i'm checking tfu because i know the figure name so i just go straight there if I, you know, if they don't have it, if it's more recent than their backlog, I'll check Transformer Land or I'll check Smack Schmacks. Yeah, say that three times Schmacks. fast. Schmacks. Schmacks, Schmacks, Schmacks. So Schmacks, <laughs> does that have the photos as well? Um, if they've been updated, it has. The problem uh, is like, a lot of really yeah, they have a lot of great photos, sometimes. but there are so many shit. thousands of listings that they need all the photo help they can get. But they have very very strict photo policies, like. You know, all white background and no shadow. And it's like, I don't have that skill. I can't contribute. I have all the stuff to send you pictures of, but I can't send you the pictures because I can't take them. So, yeah, yeah. but you know what? I shouldn't say this publicly. They they don't have very good SEO because they have amazing photographs on that website. Mm -hmm. And Google has no idea that they're there. You have to go find them. And I was like, shocked when i was there looking for like package photos recently like oh my god they're all here all the videos yeah. this is 
and they look amazing. And they're like 2,000 <laughs> by 2,000 pixels. This is great. Yeah. So, yeah, Schmax is worth checking out. It's worth yeah. putzing around on there. All, all, everything we listed has a value. You know, there, there's some a lot. There's a lot of these websites that like do the same thing as the other website, but they each have their own little special tools or talents mm-hmm. that are good. Like again, Sabertron, I think their strength is the Vector Sigma database, which is more. It's kind of like TF Wiki is maybe a little more exhaustive, mm-hmm. but like if you want to know which characters run every episode, that's a good way to do it. Plus, they have the amazing photos. Of and it's consistent. Like the photos are consistent. That's and that's important. the thing about the photos is that they are from every conceivable angle. So like uh-huh. if you've got a figure and it's like it looks like there's a part missing, but it's not an accessory. It's just a piece. How do I figure out what that piece is? You can see the different angles on yep. Cybertron, whereas you won't get that on TFU or Transformerland. Yeah. So that's one of the things I have used Cybertron site for very specifically is i buy a box of chowder and i have to sort it out and i go i don't i don't know what goes there it's clearly a peg it's clearly missing something so Uh, that's like you it's almost like you you can blanket solve your your first problem by looking at like say tfu but like if you need a better view of this toy and you know what it is now because you found out from doing the search on tfw or tfu TFU then you you can try to find that toy on sabertron or 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 on tfw's photo stuff too Actually, here, here's the thing. On TFW, they have a good repository of, like, the official product photography, which mm-hmm. is very different yep. than, like, your own gallery of some stuff. Like, I kind of want to find, you know, how Hasbro presented this product sometimes <laughs> you know, back in, like, 2008. Mistransformed and all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to I know. And it, it's, well, I one figure was showed with a stack of dimes. I think that was, like, Studio Series Brawl. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, he he had like uh, um, a stack of dimes underneath one of his feet just to hold him up. Oh my God, that's really gonna find it. Yeah, but see, like that's that's it needs to be saved for posterity. So yeah. it's nice yeah. that there are places to find it when you do want to find it. And and I will say also, I mean, YouTube is a resource as well that pretty much. Every Transformer, I mean, not everyone, but um, a lot of the Transformers figures, especially if it's come out in the last 10 years, has a review for it. And so a lot of the top reviewers, like the guys that have been there forever, like, you know, P.I. and, and uh, um, M.Go. and uh, Optobotomus and Vault Matrix, and those guys have been doing it for, M-Go. you know, since YouTube started. Um, that you can you can see a lot of the same information and you can also like research to see you know whether or not you like the toy like whether or not it's a transformation that you like get their opinions on it all that type of thing as well so i mean you could spend you know days on on youtube just just looking at you know different reviews and whatnot of, of some of these toys Hey, I've got a note for any reviewers out there. If you're watching this, uh, could you like <laughs> just show all the parts in one screenshot and make my job really easy? That would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. We'll, we'll have to pass that along. Yeah. So. Well, so now that we've exhausted the amount of resources out there for sure. wannabe collectors or new collectors or people new to this, what do we what do we discuss now? 
it was more than just what resources. Like, where would you where would you go from there if you were a guy yeah. starting your collection today? What's the first thing you'd go out and buy? Go, I'd go to Target first, since they have everything now. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or Walmart. I'd say... go to Toys R Us. Yeah. Oh. Tear going down the side of my face. So yeah, I would uh, I would get myself a big uh, pile of loot at Big Bad Toy Store personally. Yeah. If uh, if that like you know whatever if you had a huge chunk of money burning a hole out in your pocket and wanted to after going and figuring out what I wanted, mm-hmm. um, you know do that. So. Sure. Or He's Hasbro Pulse, I guess, is another another one too. <laughs> See, now there you go. There's a great place to start. Everything is retail, and it's going to be current stuff that's in stock, and, you know, it's a great place to start. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, uh-huh. I, I guess I would suggest looking through, like, you gotta you got to have a focus. You can't just, most people just buy one toy, and they get addicted, and they start buying stuff. I mean, if I had to start right now, especially with the show coming out on Thursday, yeah, I'd be like, yo, these are the best Transformers toys of all time, debatably, and I would start there, you know, and I'd probably say start with the Netflix, you know, if you like, watch the show would be my first suggestion, if you like uh-huh. the show, which I have no idea if anyone's going <laughs> to like the show, then like, I mean, that, that's kind of where it all begins, right? The fiction, usually, you know, fiction kind of can dictate where you're going to go, and so maybe... You right. want I, some I, of those toys, and they look exactly like the toys, which is kind <laughs> of a new. I mean, it's not a hundred percent new, but like the paradigm has shifted from like the G one days. So maybe starting with the Walmart Netflix series is the way to go because they're going to be the most screen accurate um, of the of the current modern stuff. Sure, but and that's the, way, that's the thing is, if suggest- you are a new collector, something has drawn you in. Something has made you go, "Wow, I really like these Transformers," and maybe it's. You saw a friend's Facebook post, or maybe it's you in, in absorbed some of the media, whether it be a cartoon or a movie or, you know, a comic even, because people still read comics, right? <laughs> um, I, I think it's very rare that you just you walk into the toy shop and go, oh, hey, that thing is cool. I will now buy it. I, I think it's more that you have some other exposure and that leads you to the collecting part. And so where you start, I think, depends on what drew you in. And I think the other thing with that is, is like the first thing really, and, and the thing I, I wish I had done myself, I'm sure we probably have all been there, that like figure out what your collecting goals are. When you first start out, you don't ever, you, like you don't have any goals. You're like, oh, it's Transformers I and I will buy them all. And, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so for, for most people, that that's not. I want it all. That's mm-hmm. not a good path. As Nick, as Nick mentioned, just <laughs> this thing's been going on for 30 years. In just the last five years, he's cataloged 2,000 items. So, like, <laughs> set limits for yourself and whatever whatever piece of Transformers fiction, like, interests you the most. Like, figure out your collection around that. So, like, if you really like the Transformers movies, like... Figure out, like, you know, what movie stuff you're going to collect. Or if you really like the, you know, again, like you said, like the Netflix stuff. Like, you know, figure out, like, that kind of thing. If you really like the older stuff. It's okay when you're starting out, if you want to buy a couple of different things from here and there, just to figure out what they are and what you like. 
buy around, buy a couple of different things and go, okay, I really like this, but wow, those Cyberverse toys are not for me. They don't do what I want them to do. And just you, you kind of get a feel for what it is you like and you don't like. But as time goes on, you absolutely must. Thing. You absolutely must make – you're killing me, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely must make rules Show for yourself me, or you will wind up like me. Don't do that. <laughs> right. Right. Set limits, Such set rules. Nonsense. Set goals. <laughs> But in order to get there, you got to understand what you're doing, and that may require you to buy some other stuff you wouldn't have right. previously. And then don't be afraid to turn around and sell it because there will always be another collector that you can flip that stuff to. It's like, look, this wasn't for me. I'm just looking to break even. Help me out. Or if you get lucky, you make a few bucks. Never but... sell. Never. <laughs> never, ever, never sell anything. No. no uh, selling is a part of this that I think needs to be brought up, yeah. Sure, but – and this is probably where we're going with this. What you don't want to turn it into is maybe renting all your toys where like you buy them for the season and then you go, okay, I'm buying the next season. I'm selling these now. It's like, cause then I at mean, some point you're, you're yeah. losing money. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. I don't think that that's a horrible thing because otherwise like say that you end up with like a lot of storage bins, like sitting around. <laughs> and who I guess wants... there are trade offs, huh? <laughs> but, bin life. I don't know. Like, I know, like, for myself, right, exactly. Um, I've. Um, I've been there where, like, the movie figures, like, that's really not my, like, the goal Stick. of my collection. And yet somehow I keep buying them and it'll be something where like, I'm not buying them this time. And then they put them all <laughs> on clearance and then I buy them all. And then I have a pile of regret that I sell for even less. And I'm like, what was I doing? Like, what was I thinking? Like I, I did know. it again. Like I keep I doing it. And I don't understand. Thanks studio series. <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> I, I typically do not like the idea of renting toys either, Nick. But I mean, like, who am I to say that's not okay? Because honestly, you sure, you might be losing a little bit of money here and there, but you're making some back. And well, it actually probably keeps you net. It probably keeps you more like it probably keeps you closer to net positive than like binning everything for 20 years. <laughs> Maybe. But I mean, because 20 years is like. You can't really put a monetary value to that, you know, and I don't think the the toys appreciate that much to make it it's, worth. It's all going into the sarcophagus with me. I feel like how <laughs> many how many of us are really looking at the time value of money, Paul? Like if that's going into <laughs> no, your stuff, you probably no. are not going to be a collector at all if you're worried about that. Yeah, I mean, this, <laughs> this discussion comes up at kind of a weird time. Like I've really had a I've been really negative on collecting the, the past two weeks. Just really, yeah. and I don't want to make that the discussion, but I think there's ways to be healthy about it. And if you're starting from scratch, like if you're starting from scratch, you, you got to learn this stuff the hard way, which is unfortunate. Yeah. You know, yeah, you have right. to spend a thousand dollars all of a sudden. I see it on the sub. We didn't mention the Transformers subreddit because it's like the worst resource of all time. But like every other day I see someone on there like, Oh man, I accidentally spent my whole paycheck on all these new Transformers. And they're like, you know, they it didn't like, even occur to me that there was a Transformers subreddit. It totally, oh, it's, yeah. Oh it's yeah. I it's, guess that's a thing that exists, it's, right? It's not good. Don't. 
they, they try. I think the admins try, but they they do some dumb stuff too. Um, but yeah, but like yeah, it's, it's like this. People jump into this real quick sometimes. They jump in head first and they like find all these masterpiece toys they didn't know exist. I mean, it's like overwhelming. Yes. If the, you the if stuff you like is really cool, but Jesus Christ, live within your means. Well, and then you got third party stuff and people just like. <clears throat> I feel like that's that's where the silliest choices get made is with that stuff. <laughs> but. Well, there, well, there I are mean, some I hard think... lessons with third party. For a long time, the trick was don't buy third party when it first comes out because it's all going to get sold dirt cheap later. Either mm-hmm. when the new version comes out or the official version comes out or when the reissue happens and stuff gets clearanced. And so you had a lot of people who would jump into things right away and then get burned and then get mad that they got burned. But then so, it's kind of flipped. Know, it's different now. <laughs> yeah, now it's flipped where if you don't immediately go jump on the Fans Toys pre-order, you're paying the snoozing tax. And it's, yeah, it's, it's you know, You'll whatever. You'll never see it again for a good price. Double, yeah, exactly. Snoozing. Double what, what it was. And so and the, now, now that's kind of flipped. And the other thing you're seeing a lot with, like, third party, especially third party masterpiece, is... These companies have been making this stuff for over five years themselves. And so, and some of these characters, like, I mean, the top list characters you have a problem getting, but then, you know, some of these characters, like Bad Cube mini bots, like, you can't find some of those. And then people are paying, like, way, you know, over over retail or whatever for those. And then, again, kind of like we said, Fans Toys makes it, puts it out a new one. And then that version, you know, people are selling and that price goes way down and whatnot too. Um, so, I mean, I think that third party, like if you, if you're, if your goal is to have the best representation and have masterpiece characters, right. you're going to have to go master Transformers, Takara masterpiece and, and Hasbro masterpiece, right? And if you want to have all the G1 characters, you're going to have to fill that in with third party because, like, Hasbro and Takara have not made no. everything yet. You, you don't just have to wait. Wait. You just, just have to be a patient and person. And that's true of, of everything in collecting. Patience is such a virtue. It right. is so clutch. It's just key. Like, okay, so these three pre- these third-party toys are, like, super expensive right now, right? Well, just mm-hmm. wait six months to a year and some other company will do one. And it'll be okay. You don't need right. to spend three, four hundred dollars on what was a fifty dollar toy. Don't do it. The the one thing I would <laughs> say is is that for stuff that is um, not retail, like is not readily available, whatnot, be patient. Be patient. Like if you see something, don't just buy the first thing on eBay that you see if it's not a good price. Like if you see it for a really price. high price, yeah, like you, it may be something. And honestly, it's good to have uh, mm-hmm. a grail or a goal or whatever kind of thing to where you can't get it immediately and and hold off on 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 getting it because eventually someone's going to sell it somewhere you know whether Mm -hmm. or not it's uh for for a decent price on ebay you know and you can set some different alerts on ebay and whatnot for i got a i got a story like this sure uh i actually just found this figure the uh yesterday actually yeah it was one i've been looking for for five plus years Actually, I think yeah, since 2011. So, um, even when it's loose, it was going for like two two fifty, and all of a sudden I find it last night. It's complete in in box, and he's only asking eighty. So it's like Dude. the weight totally pays off. Because I mean, I even bought something from Sergio, the same thing. I've been looking for it for 
over just about 10 years and then next thing you know he's like oh yeah 50 bucks sound okay okay what'd you get so it's just like, uh the thing i got from sergio was the fans project protect like the uh city commander armor nice okay. yeah uh sure. that gets kind of insane sometimes really wow it did for a little bit it's um but then it's, the other it's like the, the first thing, man it's a big deal yeah yeah and then the no. thing i found last night was the amazon exclusive unicron nice uh 25th anniversary of the movie uh-huh. yeah, that dude. one goes for like 250 loose yeah. i found one on ebay there are a, f- a couple like them loose without the box insane mm-hmm. the next thing you know i find one for 80 bucks so it's like the way that's awesome can pay off so i, Here's I what agree you patience don't do matters don't shop on wish no matter what <laughs> anybody tells you don't do that there is also a flip side to being patient. Like you can really like when opportunity knocks and you have to be kind of seasoned to know when it's knocking, like you need to buy it when you see yeah. it. So that it doesn't go for everything, but you know, if there's something like you said, if you've been looking for something for five years, I mean, I, I've been on the hunts for stuff for 15 years. So it's mm-hmm. like, if it comes up, it's like, it's mine. I don't care. I mean, there is a limit, obviously. Price limit, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But then again, that's because I've been collecting for 15 years. So that advice doesn't really work for someone that's just jumping in. Like, right. They don't need to care about something that's 20 years old that only 10 of are out there. You know, <laughs> that that right. takes you need, to, you need to baby step up to that. <laughs> I would, you know, I would that would be my recommendation. At least you can if you're Kanye West and you want to become the best Transformer collector of all time. I mean, hey, go, go for it. <laughs> but uh, you want to fight? Yes. Do you want to fight? I I feel like that you should just you you don't actually have to have the best Transformers collection of all time. You just need to contact like some type of media source that has no idea and they oh, sure, can yeah. write a story about how you have oh. the best Transformers collection, even yeah. though it pales in there comparison was... to like a hundred other people. Talking talking Wasn't about there the, that one guy over this like guy? A... Yeah. The UK or something, he's had only like, what, 2,000 figures, and he's like, oh, it's there's the biggest couple. in the world. It's like, yeah, there's, no. been a few, there's been a couple different people like that. So. Those are rookie so, numbers. You're going to pump up those numbers. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, but yeah, no, I do agree with that, Paul, as well, that if you see it, um, you know, like I know Rodimus in the chat had mentioned about getting a reissue Astrotrain. Uh, you know, I'm assuming he got that on clearance at Walmart for like 25 bucks. So it's the yep. same way that like, I'm gonna get mine if you're tomorrow, waiting maybe. for like your sound wave and they clearance that out and you see it on clearance for, you know, whatever price, like if that's something you want, go ahead and pick it up because it may not be there tomorrow. Cause you know, someone like Paul's like went and bought them all up. So, cause you can, smart. you can clearance wait all you want, but at some point that pendulum swings back the other way. It might uh, be the pattern yeah. for a while, but at some point. Hasbro cuts production numbers and things never hit clearance anymore. And then the the production run is too short and you got to chase it for more money. Well, you know, ironically, that happened happened with Skywarp, with that Siege Skywarp, where all these people waited for it to go at clearance and it didn't. And then, then, like, people were flipping out. What the? Right. I mean, that that indicates that we are in an upswing. Like, it's been a while since, like, Age of Extinction... You know, that movie kind of like tanked the brand for a while in that yeah. in that way. They were like overproducing stuff and they're like, uh oh, and everything, all that platinum series stuff was clearancing. And 
mm-hmm. you know, it kind of goes in cycles. And last night yeah. didn't help. Bumblebee helped a little bit, but they really, you know, they really pulled back on Bumblebee. And they started the studio series and they started War for Cybertron around then. Mm-hmm. And we're really on an upswing now. Like ev- this whole 2020 right. thing with, I think there's just more collectors now than there ever have been. Yeah. And there's been people with like extra income because they're not spending it on stuff they used to spend it on. Mm-hmm. Instead of saving it, which places. they should be doing. Yeah, exactly. And they're buying it. They're spending toys. And, all, and then all these people, there's also a bunch of people trying to make a quick buck because they're out of jobs or something. And so, like, these shoe these shoe guys have transferred over, whatever, whatever their tactics are, have transferred over to toy collecting now. And so all of these exclusive releases are just, you know, it's it's just a crazy fest. And now you have to go into the store to get the stuff, which is like dangerous to begin with. And they're just not making, you know, they made the decision to make them how much stuff they're selling now, like a year and a half ago. So there's always like a leapfrog effect. And we're right in the middle of not, ha- they underprodu- they're underproducing things. And the demand is is probably double what it was when they, yeah. when they made the decision. Right. So just as a new collector, like avoid exclusives, like just try to <laughs> try to not need those. If you can. Yeah. Well, I, I think in general, for whatever reason, like I think Hasbro, like specifically their generations line and the studio series line, both like, I think that the fact that they were numbering the studio series and then they've done these other lines where they've been somewhat cohesive and fit together and they've done these trilogies and so then a lot of people that jump in like you saw this with the last uh trilogy where people that jumped in and power the primes are like oh shoot i need combiner wars too and so then they were going back and buying the combine so the stuff that was like on clearance you know whatever combiner wars stuff a couple years later was is and even now is going for a lot more like you know one of the things like the combiner wars combiners Bravo! Like <laughs> all all of those are going for crazy money. Like I was just looking this up on eBay uh, before the show, and it's like the um, all these combiners are going for like you know around two hundred dollars. Like and that's loose, like one hundred and fifty to two hundred. And then if you want it in you know mint and seal box, like I mean that's you know even more uh, than that for some of these combiners, which is like. I don't know. It's crazy to, to think that, uh, you know, that some of this is going up that much. But, like, if you're getting into, again, if you're new to this collection, to Earthrise or whatever, and you're like, oh, shoot, like, in order to get, you know, go with my, you know, G1 cast, I really want a Superion. Well, that's that's your only option. Yep. 200 bucks for a Superion on eBay right now. Jeez. They're getting up. It was good. It was a good product. What do you want me to, I mean, Hasbro did their job well. Yeah. Yep. And I think they're doing it even better right now. And that's why my my initial suggestion was start with the current product. Yeah. You know, start yeah. start oh, with 100%. what the, start with the, the zeitgeist right now, which is definitely War for Cybertron. You know, most of the seed stuff is not on shelves. But if you go to if you go to Walmart, the you know, the the show accurate stuff is there. You could also try jumping in with the red series. You know, which is not out yet, which is a whole new paradigm of Transformers, like, you know, 
concepts for us, you know, non-transforming transformers, which some people think is sacrilege, but I think it's a great chance, a, gr- a great time and opportunity to try something new. It's it's a great crossover for like the Marvel Legends collector. If yep. you have previously done the yeah. Marvel Legends thing, maybe that's your in. Maybe you start with Red. Yeah, kind or, of reminds you know, me of like Star the... Wars Black series. Was that? Uh, no, it, the, what they're doing with Red kind of reminded me of another line that they did. It was like the PVC. Uh, I can't remember SCF. the name. It was yeah, the SCF. Yeah, that was Super Japan. Collection. Yeah, that was Japan. Yep. But they were cool. Yeah, they were those. they were cool. <laughs> it was the first time we'd ever gotten something like that that was like super hyper accurate to the show and had like weird accessories, but they were so small and not really articulated that it's hard to kind of put those in the same bucket. Not the not the little ones, the non-articulated. They did articulated figures yeah, that those, were, those were mega super collection figures. There you I go, think. the mega SCF. That's the word. Yep. I mean. And they they only made like eight. Yeah, but they were cool. I have all those. For the time, they were like, "Wow, neat!" But like, the joints yeah. on them are pretty, pretty bad. Are they? You've never opened one, have you, Nick? Wow, it's been <laughs> it's been almost twenty years, dude. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere now. That They're way. in a bin. They've been in a bin for at least fifteen. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, the other thing to to realize too is is again like. They are going to remake most of these characters. Like I know, I have uh, you know another friend of the show, Tony, uh, locally. You know, he's asked a lot about some of these movie uh, figures, like from the '86 movie, and he's like, "Oh, I really want a good blur. Like, should I, sh- you know, go ahead and splurge on the Takara LG one?" And, and whatnot. And I'm like, dude, just wait. Like, they're going to make months. one. Like, yeah, I was going to say, wait, it might be a year from now. Like, you, you know, whatever. But they're going to make it. Like, don't worry. You know, if you're looking for good Optimus Prime, like, just wait. Wait a couple months. They're going to release another one. Another Megatron is coming. Like, that's where I thought it was funny with the Skywarp that people were freaking out. And I think was the Earthrise, like, it still maintained a high price after the Earthrise... Dude, it's uh, at an all-time out, right? all-time high right now. And it like it makes no sense cuz you're like just because just you want to complete that one. set. Right. And you can't. No, it's right. a very it's your a, set. It's the Cybertronian version, which is actually cool. Right. Like those those Tetrajet molds were not only awesome, like they're probably the a one and done mold. Yeah. Yep. No. Like um, it's only going to get worse over time. <laughs> right. So buckle up. So, yeah, and, and that's the thing that's kind of unique with Transformers too is is that, you know, there's a thousand different variations of each one of the characters too. If you want to get into, we haven't even discussed variant collecting or character collecting. Like I know some people do that. So you want like I know Paul that you have quite a Starscream collection and Grimlock, and I'm trying to think of some of the other ones you have. Yeah, I was I was gonna bring that up at some point, like. Character collecting is a way to narrow the focus. It definitely narrows the focus, and it depends if like you are, like if you're a completist at some in some fashion or not. Because if you're a completist, then like you know there's levels of completionism. But like doing the character collector thing helps because you can you you are you you can be completist from like a time point and then go forward to now. And then, like, you're kind of caught up. And then as that character gets released, you can buy just that one guy. 
over 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 and over again, but they all look a little different. Like I just got the Seeker set to get this Ghost Warrior Starscream, which is actually pretty cool. Like I'm that's I'm a cool looking Starscream. Yeah, it was a much, I mean, much better Starscream than the first one in that line. That's for sure. Yeah, I like the Cybertronian version. I have the regular one over there, but yeah. but I mean, so unfortunately, to to get that Starscream, I had to get the gift set, which means I now have three Seekers to sell. But you know, the, the beauty of that is I can pay for the start. I can pay for the set by selling those three guys. So, but, but it, they're also pretty side. and translucent. You don't need to keep them. Huh. No, because I don't collect Skywarp. I don't collect Thundercracker, and I certainly uh. don't collect Thrust. But <laughs> someone out there does. Uh. Sure. And they might need those guys. The Skywarp is cool. It's also clear, just yeah. like the Star Yeah. Trek. But, I mean, character collecting, I, I, I love it, but I, I also, like, I went into it knowing what I was getting into. I, you know, I picked one of, like, the major characters, you know. And I kind of just made this decision for myself because I thought I was getting too much stuff. And I didn't <laughs> like the way, like... I'm not, I'm not ragging on either of you guys' backgrounds here, but, like, I don't like it when there's a bunch of different toys together that, like, all look crazy in different sizes and whatnot. I like it better when it's a little more homogenous. So when you do collect a character, there's kind of, like, a color similarity, and you can, like, put the... You can put them chronologically, or you can put them by size class, and there's kind of, like, a uniformity to the display. And the ones that look really crazy that are like a wacky deco or something stand out and they almost like draw your attention in a different way than, uh, you know, when everything is totally haphazard. Um, so aesthetically, I like the way the result comes out, but still like p picking a character like Starscream, you're still going to end up even at a, at a complete collection. You're still going to end up still going to end up with like 300 toys, uh -huh. you know, like, and that's just wild. So I would recommend, if someone gets into the fiction and they find a toy they like or a character they like from like IDW comics or the new show or something, you know, like you're lucky if suddenly hound is cool. Cause like there's only a handful of hound toys and you could actually complete that journey in like a few years maybe. But can you imagine though, like say that you got into it at like in 2006 and you said, man, I remember I had a Bumblebee when I was a kid. I'm going to be a character collector for Bumblebee back then, <laughs> like before the man. movie came out. Can you wow. imagine how horrible your life would be now? Like how many Bumblebees are there? Uh, like? Yes. Yes, I can imagine are you, that. Is that one of them? Because I made a calculated choice to start collecting Bumblebee before that film because I knew he was going to become a popular character and I wanted to get them all before the movie came out. And I did not realize there were going to be 5,000 Bumblebees afterwards. <laughs> that, that was what I did not realize. <laughs> I mean, well, he's I like the star that. of like every show now. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he's a close second to Optimus Prime now at this point. I don't know. Oh, no. Are there I more star screams than for... Bumblebees overall, Paul? Or... No, I think there's more bumblebees, more bumblebees. now. Yeah. I, I think, of yep, I think Nick's right. No That's when you, at the last minute, change your decision to cliff jumper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, almost every character oh, has like one really hard get. You know, yeah. like like Cyclonus is a good one, like because the, there's two variants of the G1 version. Plus, if you can find the Target Master one, those are all really hard to find toys. Then there's the Botcon, Cyclonus. Mm -hmm. So basically, all, yeah, like almost every character 
if you do the character collecting thing, there aren't a lot that have like they're all easy to do. Like there's always like one kind of hard to find toy, which is why what I why I think makes it fun because you still have different levels of of ease of getting stuff, which is part of the collecting experience. Well, I think too is is like you define your own collection. Don't let others define your collection. So when Paul's talking all this variant nonsense, don't worry about him. <laughs> like, don't worry about no. that. Like, I, but, I, I get but a lot of grief about his particulars huh. about variants. Right. I mean, a lot of grief about how I buy everything. What I was going to say is, is like, you're... what you like. Yes. Don't pay attention to what any of these other goons ever say to you. Like, right. So, like, like you know, like, it doesn't make you a true fan to, you know one versus the other it's like whatever you like so like if you want to cap your collection at like i want to do u.s stuff i'm not going to do takara stuff or i'm not going to do you know whatever something like that like that's on you and it's whatever you want to do so like don't agree don't let other people like because i feel like a a lot of it especially for those of us have been in it for a long time is like, you just want to keep up with the Joneses and, and whatever. And, and so then, you know, you find yourself chasing stuff that you wouldn't chase otherwise. And it, it's really for you. Like no one else cares about that. You know, I mean, I guess that there might be a few people that they're like, Oh yeah, that's cool. But like, ultimately don't, don't go and spend, you know, ridiculous amounts of money because like, to impress someone else it's for you it's not for some right not for someone else i want to get a girlfriend with my collection (laughs) no no one cares about your collection except you that is definitely the truth i can i can guarantee you i'm sure that all you know our wives or significant others or you know girlfriends whatever do not care about like they can care less. He it's may like, be a nerd, but well, I still love him. I, uh, <laughs> about that. <laughs> Tiffany like, tells the story the first time she walked into my house nine years ago now. She looked around and went, I need to make a decision right now if I'm going forward from here. <laughs> a lot of robots and i need to figure out if we're going forward and luckily she did so nine years later (laughs) right but you know and she collects too she's got her own collections and for a minute she was even collecting some transformers too she has a small animated collection because she really liked that so i just always wonder paul like when you get a new item like say that you got something from art fire you know whatever and you oh you open up your box you get it from you know wherever and you open it up and and you're like honey i got like whatever and she's just like she just how is this like, how is this different you, than this other thing no that you... <laughs> like uh-huh. what? <laughs> tiffany likes to just hear the stories about why this one's important to me <laughs> no i i keep her out of it i keep her safe <laughs> <laughs> Right, and Until... I don't buy stuff from Art. I've only bought stuff from Artfire once, so <laughs> just like whatever. But well, um... I mean, the, the reason the reason I'm into that stuff, and this is not relevant to the conversation, but it's because I've been doing this since I was right. like in high school, back in the '90s. So it's like my tastes have have 
the normal stuff doesn't really do it for me anymore. But then I like see the postings of guys like, you know, Fred from DairyCon and yeah, and Maz. Who like they are like? Hey, oh, guess what? 100%. Did you know all these variants exist? I bet you didn't. Here right. you go. Here's my weird website that shows you. And I'm like, I can eat. I, I started eating that stuff up, and it's not like they oh. they weren't telling you to go for it, but they're at least being like, this is out there. I found it. You know, if you want to try to find it, good luck. It's really hard to find. You know, that's what I like about Fred. He's got some good stuff. Yeah, and so yeah, it's not like I'm doing it to compete with them, but I like respect the way they care about the thing I care about and it made me appreciate it in a different way. And I'm like, I want some of this stuff. I want a thundercracker and a G one star screen box that says Milton Bradley on it. Like that would be super cool. That's like <laughs> the next, that's like the next only thing I'm missing at this point. So like, you know, and there's pictures of it on Maz's website. And so I always call him <laughs> sensei. I wouldn't even know sensei. what it was. Or him. He's, you know, he's awesome. The way of the former. Yeah, no, I mean, Maz, Maz is awesome in, you know, like some of the, you know, what he's done for the Transformers community uh, in, in general. Uh, he runs the, the TF Square One, uh, I think is it, right? Uh, yeah, so yeah. it's on Facebook. on Facebook. There's the blog Facebook on TF Source as well. But if yeah, you so I think he's, I think he's moved that over there, to... Um, I, I think he's actually moved that TF Source blog over to Sixo. I think has kind of taken oh, that over. Yeah. He's done a few guest things, but again, he's he's one of those people that he's been in it so long, and now other life things have taken priority with him, yeah. with his family, and all that type of thing. And so, uh, but uh, but yeah, no, it's you know, again, I. I'm not there with my collection, but I love, you know, some of the things that, that you show off and the Rick shows off and Peter and, you know, all the different people that I've met over the years that just have some of this wild and crazy stuff that they, they come up with. That you have no idea that the, you know, South American variant of some mini bot and, and whatnot uh, that you show <laughs> off is just, it's amazing because like you said, like, it's it's stuff that is not cataloged, and that if you, you guys, it's almost like you're finding new treasure, kind of, yeah. kind of thing. And you're like, I had no oh. idea this came out here. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a small subculture, and it's it's like no, a new collector should be nowhere near that stuff no. because like <laughs> it's gonna scare right. them away. They're not gonna appreciate it, and like it, you know, it's or it comes, they'll fall in love and spend too much money too fast. Right. Oh yeah. Yep. Right. And that does happen. There some, right. Don't overpay. Do your research before you overpay for anything. But I well, do I your do research. But if you don't do your research, overpay all you want. <laughs> but I, I do think that's your that problem. A lot no, of those that's my guys, problem when you drive up my prices. <laughs> like a lot, of, a lot of you guys are invaluable resources, though, because again, like if you're looking for something specific, that you know you can tell the difference between you know, whatever. Like I know Maz has done that, like where he did the article on hot rods and he showed every reissue hot rod that's ever come out. And like the differences between each one as they've come out through the years. And like, again, that's something that like, if you're a new person, you're like, ah, I don't care. I just need a hot rod. Like, you know, whatever. And you don't care. And you buy it for, you know, 20, 30 bucks or whatever. You know, it's cool, but then it's like you said, you're getting into like more of the end game. Or if you're thinking about buying like 
a grail like if you're if you're thinking about buying a high-end mint and sealed box starscream whatever and you have no idea what you're doing and you're like oh i just bought the walmart reissue but way overpaid you know i mean i'm sure there's some of those people out there i this is not a plug to me but i have like one of the most trafficked things on my blog that i that i see posted kind of often is this really snarky post i made that i got pissed when some guy bought i back the back in the day i used to look at, i had enough time on my hands i would just look at ebay all the time okay before there were twenty five thousand transformer products to look at <laughs> so, someone so there was a ko of the diaclone starscream called it's just called yeah. king king damn six starscream and i saw someone buy one for five hundred dollars and i screen capped it and i and i made this blog post was like attention idiots this is not <laughs> what you're supposed to do so i went this, this i basically did what, me life. <laughs> I, what what you're saying maz did he kind of like made a little resource blog for someone that might be searching for hot for for hot rods i basically did a real mean post about like why you should not but why basically basically these ko's affect why i don't like ko's is because stuff like this happens Yep. You know, people get confused and the differences are there, but you got to know and you have to be looking for them. And when we and say KOs, we like mean knockoffs. When we say knockoffs. KOs, it means knockoffs. And those are so like, like in China, they will make variants. They will take the molds and they will like try to make the figure as close as possible to the original figure. Blow them and up. so there's there's ones where um like this was an issue several years ago with a lot of the G1 figures, like the G1 Dinobots. If you find some G1 Dinobots in great looking shape, they're probably Chinese knockoffs. Um, But they did that with superior, or I'm sorry, with Computron. They did that with the reflector. um, Sunstreaker and Mirage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's certain ones where Hasbro has not reissued those where for, whatever reason these guys you know have not and i don't know what they did to uh to knock it off or whatever um but uh but yeah that's something to definitely look out for and make sure that you're doing your research again you know and if it's something where it's cheap and you don't care you know that's fine but you know make sure that you're not getting swindled because if you go and try to resell it down the road and the guy you're selling it to like you said that this is an authentic you know, product and you know, the guy you sell it to is like, Nope, that's a knockoff. Like you're going to lose that if it is mm-hmm. a knockoff. So make sure that you know Same. what you're buying. Yeah. Everyone acts like, you know, masterpiece KOs are, are I'm going to wait for the KO. It's cheaper. It's great. Like, okay, that's great for the now, but 10 years down the road. Oh my God. Are we in for some trouble? Like this is going to be a real shit show for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Because just like the Kingdom Starscream, and that one's pretty—it's got some pretty obvious tells. We're talking about a thirty-year-old knockoff. It is desirable in its own way, but the thing it's knocking off is about twenty times more desirable, and the price reflects it. Right. And so when you, most people don't think about the you know the end when you talk about the end game, like what are you gonna do when you're done with this stuff or you pass away and your family has to deal with it? Like <clears throat> they're not gonna know what's real and what's not. It's all gonna get oh. dumped back into the market. And yeah, people and are going to get no. screwed. People and get it's... screwed and people get upset. And then you think you have something and you don't. And you look like a fool, especially on, in publicly on the Internet now. You know, like I 
I thought I bought a Bape, a Bape uh, MP10 from somebody the other day on Facebook, and KO. then we figured out it was a KO. Like after I'd paid him, and I was like, eh, yeah, I need that money back, bro. Like <laughs> don't send me that. But there's not a good resource for identifying the differences between KOs and uh-huh. real ones. So unfortunately, that's that's still under construction. Mm. But beware f- for KOs. That's why if you just buy the new stuff at the store, you ain't got to worry about it. You don't got to worry about it. No, and that's the trouble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why a lot of my Masterpiece stuff that I've always bought it from, you know, when it came out or I bought it from Big Bad Toy Store or something like that to where, like, I I know what I'm getting is original and not a knockoff. I was going to say, because that was another thing I was going to bring up with, if you're on eBay looking for stuff, is also be careful for Masterpieces if you decide to go into that, because they'd have, like, Sideswipe and Prawl and all those, usually $80, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I found bucks. one for 40 yeah, 30 40 bucks. I got a good deal. No, you didn't. No, <laughs> it's most likely a knockoff. So yeah, it's like... Fizzle bound. That's why when it's you a more... You gotta beware when you're buying from China. You gotta beware when you're buying off a of Wish because those are your two biggest sources of knockoffs yeah. right there. Yep. Uh, I always try to look at the details from wherever they're shipping, and mm-hmm. if I can't find those details or if I'm just not really comfortable with that, I just get the more expensive stuff off a well-known site. Like, I just mainly get my masterpieces from Big Bad, so... Yeah. I mean, sometimes you want the KOs. Like, there's a total market of people that want to collect KOs, and especially these old G1 crazy KOs, you know. But, yeah. But, yeah. But typically those people know what they're buying. Yeah. That, that's, again, that's another level of right. refinement. But I think, again, it's something where, I mean, you've seen it where people buy a mix of both in their collection. They're just like, oh, just, you know, whatever is available. And then when they go to resell it, they forget, like, what's a knockoff and what's not and, you know, whatever, too. So um, I I think it's also just make sure that you're asking, like, if you are buying things loose or used and whatnot, make sure and ask for, you know, uh, lots of around. questions. Yeah. As like ask lots of questions. Like if they don't have, if the pictures do not show it well enough, like make sure to ask for ask, better pictures. Like, yeah. Ask for better pictures. Cause I've had that myself where I bought yep. vintage stuff and then I on, on eBay and whatever, and they didn't have pictures of the backside of the toy. And it turns out the backside was broken, you know? And so then I have to go and file a, you know, respond to them and say, Hey, you didn't put this in your listing. And, you item know, they not try as described. To, right, and they try to say, "Oh, well, if you can see in the shadow here, like you can clearly see it was cracked, even though I didn't say anything." It's like, buddy, anywhere, buddy, so. just come on, <laughs> just, just give, just give me my money back, man. Please, so, I want my money. But, um, yeah. So I think the big thing is is just be patient, do lots of research. Right, is probably the main, the main Uh-oh. thing. Yeah. In terms of yeah. expensive items and, you know, vintage, but, you know, not current items. That's what I'm trying to say. Do your research first. If you're just buying off the shelf, you ain't got to yeah, worry about it. You don't it. have to worry about that as much. But and, yeah. and, you know, use all the resources we spent the first half hour talking about. And if none of those suit you, 
like to figure out the difference between KOs and stuff, then you go to the forums or you go to face, you know, God forbid Facebook groups, you know, but you might get your quickest response turn around there. But also, you know, what's, what's the best way to get the right answer on the internet? Put up the wrong one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, I I will say in general, you know, so the Facebook groups, like when we talked about it, like there's, there's various Facebook groups that are friendlier than others. And so, like, for example, like, our Facebook group, typically, like, we're not going to be snarky and, you know, whatever. Not until we know you. Right, (laughs) right. I was going to say, with with each other, we will be. But, like, with, you know, with other people and whatnot, like, we're not going to be, you know, super snarky and whatnot. But there are, like, lots of groups where, you know, I've had friends where we have local Facebook groups that are, you know, based in my area, and then they go and join, like, the Cybertron Cafe or something like that, and they're just like, oh, my God, like, you know, what happened? Like, my... um, So, yeah, I I think that, you know, just make sure, like, don't be afraid to, to, like, if you join different groups to, you know, like, leave them as well if they're not, like, kind of the the type of group Yeah, the group group sucks bail. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. I mean, you're right, Lucas, you send you know reach out to us join us on discord and ask the question and you're gonna get at least three or four responses that are like trying to be helpful at least from the staff i can't i can't claim what the fans (laughs) will say (laughs) peter peter and i will do our best to get to your questions in a timely fashion (laughs) i might answer back in like two days but at least it's an answer So my question also is, is that if we had to start again, if we were, you know, going down this journey and you got <laughs> rid of bad. everything yourself and had to, you know, start from square one, what would you collect? I wouldn't. <laughs> if I had to start again, I wouldn't. I would just stop. It's too yeah. much to lose. You know, it's that would be it for me. I would walk away and I would stick to just like physical media dvds cartoons you know comics maybe maybe video games but i probably wouldn't go back into figures if i'd lost it all tomorrow so what what pushes you so like if you weren't willing to restart it like what's pushing you to continue now all or nothing baby (laughs) inertia that's my brain damage all or nothing yeah um I mean, let's say that I was able to make peace with it and I was able to get to a place where I could mentally start over. I would start with just, all right, here is my Transformers collection. I've got one of each character and it's the best representation of each one. And they're all in scale because that would make me happy Hmm. to the best that I could do it. So is that masterpiece then? Hell no. <laughs> so you're just going to continue to chase the dragon, is what you're no, saying? No, it would be it would be like one of each figure in a chug scale. I would rebuy a Henkei Optimus Prime, and I'd start with that. Why would if you do I, that? There's, I, there's Earthrise Optimus Prime. Well, because that's my favorite one of the mold of, of the oh, character. That is still my favorite Optimus Prime. You said you wanted the best, it not your best. favorite. Say it's better than this. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Either Henke or Cloud. We talked about this. <laughs> Cloud, I love that sure. figure. Cloud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fair. Fair point. <laughs> so, uh, Jack, what would you do? 
I think I'd have to go with Nick. Just be done. I with the amount of stuff I do outside of the collection, I don't think I would be able to afford it again. Because um, I mean, with me traveling, that'd be kind of hard. Because uh, I obviously have to pay for expenses for like hotels, other stuff, you know, food, gas, all, right. all that. Bowling tournaments, if you know me, you know I gotta pay entry fee somehow because you know I ain't gonna bowl for free. It'd be nice, but that ain't gonna happen. Um, obviously, gotta get all the equipment I need for that, which is insanely expensive. It's more expensive than this sh- stuff. Hmm. Way more. Trust me. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of want to focus on something else rather than try to get this again so mm-hmm. yeah and that was kind of the way i did too like i i kind of took a pause in my collecting for a long time you know when i was in my 20s just because i had other things that i was focusing on um so but uh paul what what do you think what would you do I mean, so we're saying, like, a fire happened and everything's gone. Ah, don't use those words. Well, no, just, you know, I, I don't know. For for whatever reason that you, you know, started again. Might say if, if, Thanos, if Thanos winked your collection, yeah, there, there you go. How about that? Can I do that? Can just half of this shit go? <laughs> I mean, I think I would have trouble... I would have trouble re. I mean, I, I I couldn't just do what I did before because a lot of the star screams are like one of a kind. Like they're 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 done. I would I would probably try a less is more approach, but I don't know what it would be. Like maybe I'd like I'm really kind of I really like the what is is it yeah the flame toys the super high value mm-hmm. flame toys you know the the high cost ones like kind of like oh man those would be cool to have you know like just those but i wouldn't get them all i'd just get the ones that look cool that Fire. the ones ones i like the, th- the thing is by not putting rules on it you so, you know like 10 years down the road you have a hunt all 100 of them you know like that's what's tough um Maybe like stick with something like the 3A things because they're really really high quality. Like I'd, I'd probably I'd probably go with quality over quantity. Um, and I probably would not collect completist mint mint and sealed box stuff at all. I don't know. That's probably crazy. And I would definitely not get thir- any third party stuff. I just would ig- ignore it all. Yeah, I, I know that that's one thing that I had tried to kind of cut out of my collection for the most part, third party. And it's not necessarily anything against them. It's just it's a good stopping point. Like, Masterpiece has made a lot of the best characters. Like, a lot of the main characters they end mm-hmm. up making. And so, like, again, like, I have a really hard time that, like, say if I got the Jazz from Make Toys or whatever... And then I'm like, okay, well, if I got the jazz, well, then I have to get the, you know, hound from there or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, one that came out that's not a masterpiece yet. But, like, you know, you have this issue where it's like, well, then I got the cliff jumper and then I got the, you know, whatever. And then you just, 
you know, then, then you have it all. And like, that's, that's my issue. Like, I know we all kind of have, you know, this, this similar issue of completionism somehow. Look, at it's at very core. Collecting is about checking off boxes. Yep. And the question is just how long is your list? Right. Too damn long. <laughs> but I do think Are it's interesting. It like we all talk about less is more and whatever. And then uh, it's like all of us of have, us. you know, like, like kind of, kind of thing that, um, I, I don't know. I, I run into that same issue myself. And I know earlier in the show, Catherine had, had asked like, what, what do I collect? What kind of collector am I? And all that is, is it's like, I, I, I have a hard time trying to figure that out. Cause like I've been through so many different phases and whatever. And, and I end up selling a lot of the stuff, um, you know, myself that like, you know, I, I've sold so many masterpiece and, uh, legends toys and just whatever that, you know, over the years just trying to figure out and define my, my collection. So, um, I mean, I think the, the thing I keep coming back to is, is chug, uh, and, you know, classics and all that. I mean, I think that that was kind of like what got me back into collecting, um, you know, when I got back in, in, in 2006, 2007. And so it's kind of been like my first love and kind of what I always am drawn back to. So, um, you know, that's personally what I'm, what, what I'm trying to get down to now is, is like figuring out what else besides that do I want to collect, um, and try to get rid of the other, other stuff because I, well, I'm out of room like everybody else. So, you know, what's going to be a very popular collection is this studio series 86 stuff. Mm-hmm. Like just like really, I mean, we don't know what it looks like yet. Uh, we have kind of an idea from the cyclonus mm-hmm. if that's what it is but if that stuff looks you know as accurate as possible to the actual movie from 86 i mean that stuff is going to be they can't they won't be able to make enough of it the trouble with that stuff too is is that you're going to have the conversion of the people that are, you know, collecting G1 and whatever. And then even though there's going to be some people that are going to pause that have been doing studio series, um, there's others that are like, well, I need that to collect my studio series line. I guess the numbers in the series continue, so I guess and I need so, to keep going. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so, Same. like, I, I agree with you that you're going to have a lot of those people kind of come together. I think some of those are going to be hard to find. Well, and I think for the first time ever, it's going to be like, oh, no, th- this isn't Grimlock from G1. This is Grimlock from the movie. Like, and that's it. Even though he's like the same across all boards, like they're yeah. going to pick some animation cells where it's like, this is exactly what we're going for. Same mm-hmm. thing with Wheelie and Blur and Optimus Prime himself. Like there's movie face Optimus Prime versus like Sunbow Optimus and stuff. And it's going to be exactly what you see in the film and it's not going to be related to the toys it's not going to be related to what came in season three it's going to be very very hyper compartmentalized and i think that's going to that's going to be good for people like they're going to be like wow I, I get it now this is so different like i don't need classic cyclonus i need the movie cyclonus right damn right so and that's the thing i think that is can be somewhat frustrating to people i know that um you know that we've talked about before that you're like oh i just got this amazing uh siege prowl or whatever and then you're like oh 
now there's a new Earthrise Prowl. Like, well, this is, you know, I just, just got this other one yep. or whatever. And, and again, like, I don't know what I mean, but I know that there's some people like Don, I know, has mentioned this, where he's like, we just got a Cyclonus and, or whatever. And you're like, Don, like, that came out. 13 years ago or whatever it is kind of i do that a lot too (laughs) yeah i know like but i feel like some of us that have been there they're like why did we get this character again and you're like dude like a lot of people stop and do the math yeah these yeah these people weren't born yet like what, what also no one was able to pick up on is it has to do with the show right you know it's all tied to the show and we're finally going to get the show and it takes so long to get the show that we don't realize it you know, like the reason they're made a different version of Prowl is because that's how he's going to look like in the show in the second, the second chapter of it. It has right. nothing to do with whether he came out in the first one or not. It's like, hey, it's a different model. Let's go for it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I think that really the reason they're doing all that is is because it's uh, it's essentially another way to get repaints or remolds out of molds like similar similar transformation similar skeletons but uh you know remolds but and whatnot so but um yeah i don't know is there anything else that we need to add or cover on on this or do we think we've kind of covered I think we, we covered the gamut. Like we talked about a lot of hardcore collector yeah. stuff <laughs> as yeah. well as trying to like ease people in if they, um, you know, if they're new to it. But I think the advice of have some patience, do some research, you know, that's, you have to, it never ends if, yep. if you're going to stay in Nothing collecting. Nothing ever ends, Adrian. <laughs> I, I would also add to, to set a budget to uh, for Ooh. yourself. One thing oh, yeah. that probably yep. a lot of us have not done, um, but yeah. what is what is a budget? <laughs> Damn yeah. right, live yeah. within <laughs> your means. But if yeah. if Rob was on here, that's the first thing he would have said is like yeah. set your monthly budget or something. Mm-hmm. Right, um, it's like if you can't afford something in your one month budget, well, don't buy anything that month and wait for three months till you've added up enough to get it and there you go like that's that would be his advice be stringent about it and don't break it right i know i know personally like i don't like to be that stringent because again like i'm like you paul that if i see something that i you know you have a good deal on it or something like that sometimes you have to strike while the iron's hot but you don't want to do that all the time and you know i've seen a few collectors kind of just go through it where they're like I, I don't know. I, I saw, I remember one guy where he bought like five or $6,000 worth of masterpiece figures in like one shot and was like, Hey, check this out. And then like, you see like a month later, it's like my wife found the credit card bill and I'm selling everything. So yeah, don't, don't and do now that. I'm divorced. Right. <laughs> right. Well, cause right. you're, unless you didn't open it, you're boned. Like you're going to lose a lot of, Oh yeah. No, a lo- did. I mean, you're going to lose money no matter what. Cause you probably pay, if you buy, spent five grand on toys in a month, you probably paid top dollar for all that stuff too. Yeah. Yep. Right. That's, that's right. probably the most important piece of advice I would give anybody is collect at your own pace and collect what you like. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, don't rush out to spend mad ducats just to prove a point that, you know, you're a baller. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be a baller. 
Yeah. <laughs> Please. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I tell you, it will not get the ladies. It will, uh, it, it will, you know, the size of your Transformers collection does not matter to the ladies. <laughs> oh, we just went there, didn't we? Uh, oh, my. Um, well, what are we doing next the size week, that Lucas? How you display it. Uh, well, well, next week, I think we're going to have to review this new Netflix show, right? It's coming out oh, on yeah, Thursday. That's, a thing. that's, that's Is that right? Week. Is it Thursday when it drops? The 30th, right? Unless 30th? you got a preview preview access code. Oh. Well, there you which go. I, which I did not. Yeah, <laughs> be having to share it with somebody if I did. You right. guys. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're all going to watch it Thursday. And I mean, I feel like this is a big deal. Like I've I've been waiting for this. I know it's excited. probably going like to suck. First. Yeah, I am excited. I I have I have uh, high hopes that this will be this will be good. So yeah, I mean, this is Transformer content, brand new, debuting on Netflix. The last time we had this was the Toys That Made Us, which was <laughs> also great, but like not quite you know what we want. So I'm stoked. I my expectations are low, but I'm looking forward to talking about it with everybody next week. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm tempted yeah. to get Netflix now. <laughs> get a free yeah. trial at least, right? Pretty much. Might as well. Oh, yeah. Are we, we doing? Uh, are we going to do spoiler free? Are we doing spoiler in the Discord? Chat? That's a question. Did, should we just start a spoiler channel? Oh, we should. We'll talk to Michael about that. Let's do a separate yeah, channel. For for spoilers, because yeah, you're you're right. You don't want somebody to, to find their way in the Discord and be like, "Oh shoot!" Like, I don't know. It was it was funny. I was I was listening to um, uh, Anthony from TFU.info had his review up, and at the beginning, like they had a whole uh, like list of like things not to say, and so he read that list off, but he bleeped himself on like, "Don't don't reveal that." Like is, yeah, is it the oh, show? That's funny. It's actually pretty funny if you go go listen to it or whatever. So, uh, I'm, I'm trying to stay away. I saw like one written review on Google, and um, that's it. So, yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to stay away, even if they're like spoiler free, just to like, like you don't want to get preconceived like notions about the show that you're like, Oh, that this was good or bad or whatever. Cause like everybody's idea is different on, uh, you know, on what they like. So I'm going into this cold. So I'm going to watch it anyway. I don't need to hear what everybody else thought ahead of time. Uh-huh. Well, I have one piece of advice for you, Nick. Um, I, I was going to mention, so tomorrow night on Microcasters, uh, live on the tftalk.net Facebook page, we are going to be reviewing the dead Optimus Prime, whatever you call it. What's the official name of that? Ultimate Universe Prime. Yeah. 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 So uh-huh. we'll, we'll be reviewing that. And then we're also going to talk about the non-F uh, Optimus Prime kit to try to talk Anna into getting it. Um, oh, I should come. I should come on that just to give her shit and tell her get it. Yeah, let me know if you're available. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's going to be on at nine thirty Eastern, eight thirty Central. Uh, Actually, I might week. I might be able to make it. Okay, yeah, just let me know. 
And then, speaking of microcasters, are we doing a Skylinks episode? We will be doing a Skylinks episode at some point, so... I, I call game on that. Sky, oh, there Kitty, <laughs> Sky Kitty Space Chicken thing is over there, so... You guys he could have done his... that months ago. <laughs> we we could have. So and then Anna could have shown off her like MMC Invento and whatnot and been like, Oh, look at that, it's so much fancier. <laughs> That's the third party version of Skylink, so um but uh but yeah, so we'll be doing that and I don't know, double dealer I'm sure will be at some point as well. So we got plenty of of new stuff to oh and Scorpionock which fell off Scorpy. fell over earlier in the episode tonight and everyone's like was. was wondering what the crash was that was my Scorpionock that fell over oh. I actually I was like messing with something on my feet and the like it was on a stack of stuff and yeah next thing you know you topple the one case over oh shit oh. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah and then also uh, cut the tape on. Friday or Saturday, just depending on when Rick sends it to me to edit down. Um, so that's that's always fun Never. as well. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So uh, it's been on Saturdays minute. lately um, on YouTube. So, but uh, and then of course we also had a recent uh, TF Talk news uh, that came out as well. So it is uh, nearing the end of its uh, what uh, first season, I guess. Um, so check that out. I think it was, is it episode 18? I think there's maybe a couple more. So, um, but, uh, I think it was eight, I think it was 18 this weekend. So, but yeah, so that just dropped last night as well. So check that out. Um, and I think that's it. If you want to continue the chat, join us in discord. Um, the link should be with the, uh, with the YouTube video if you're not sure. And... Do we, do we want to add links from all the stuff we talked about tonight somewhere? Oh, yeah. I mean, I if we were professional, we might. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can add that in with the notes or whatever. Um, yeah, the we'll show notes. To, yeah, the show notes. So, but, um, but yeah, I think that's it. Cool. So thank you, everyone, for, for joining us. Uh, thank you, guys. And uh, thank you, uh, Esquire Prime, uh, Catherine, oh. Zaldron, Rodimus, uh, Anna dropped in for a minute. Minifigure collector. I'm trying to think who else, if I missed anybody else. Um, I think that's everybody. So, yeah. So, thank you for everyone uh, with your comments and all that. And we will see you next week. Good night, everybody. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure. A presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha <laughs> ha!